So for all the podcast listeners, this is our one last thing to add. Um, on what date was that? The 19th, we are going to have Hallie Sanger be here with us. She's awesome. Um, I met her at a craft show, picked her up and said, hey, <laughs> come do a workshop at the wellness. So we've met several times now and she's going to do a workshop from seven to nine on the 19th on authentic relating. And if you haven't heard of authentic relating before, you definitely need to listen to this podcast coming up and really learn about what it means and how you can use it to help grow your humanness. <laughs> Yourself and like your heart connections with other people, I think. So I think as we're jumping into January, it's going to be like a really good jumping off point um, for the new year for anybody that really wants to connect with other people better. We love that. Yeah. We're so excited for this workshop. I hope you guys come check it out. Yeah. We'll see you later. Bye. Happy New Year. <laughs> <laughs>
and that's where I met my partner Austin and um, he was born and raised there and then pandemic happened and we decided to do a road trip and we did van life for about two years um, spent a little bit of time in uh, Denver and then in the middle of nowhere at a <laughs> YMCA kids camp <laughs> in Michigan um, and now we moved here tried to get off the road and put down roots and it just seemed like this area with the Ozarks is gorgeous and um, with Beaver Lake you don't have to worry about water mm -hmm. <laughs> still true. access to water yeah. even though a we're large not as landlocked body. as yeah. it feels <laughs> exactly and um, after growing up in Ohio like having no topography it's now something I'm wanting mm -hmm. <laughs> um, and water and trees are really important to me and it seemed like this was a great spot to to see if it fits. Oh, you yeah. found it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. There's something very cozy about Northwest Arkansas. I don't know, in this region. So tell us yeah. more about what you do. Like where, I know you, you, you host workshops, right? Yes. Um, so I mainly do a practice called authentic relating, um, which in a sentence is how to be authentically yourself while in relationship to other people. And that's done through like little gamified scenarios. And when I say game, it's not like there's a winner or a loser. I've had that mix up before. <laughs> um, but it's more of a like a, a scene that you're playing through. So I could say, let's play empathy game. And really, all that is is a structured way of learning how to be empathetic and fully listen to another human. Um, so you have timing for different things, like um, if I'm listening to you, then I'd say you could speak for like five minutes and I'm just sitting here receiving you, holding space and actively listening. So then after that five minutes, I get two minutes to summarize what you just said so that you know you've been heard. And then you get another two minutes to either correct anything I, I didn't quite get or expand. Wow. And then one minute at the end of the listener giving a gift to the speaker of what I get about you the most is. That is so cool. I love that. Sounds Do you get a lot of um, partners that come to this, to like couples, or is it? Not as many as no? you think. It feels yeah. like it would be really powerful. <laughs> oh, that. Yeah. Wow. Um, I've actually done quite a few like uh, matchmaking events and like I used to call it cacao and connection for couples because mm -hmm. I love alliteration. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh, <laughs> um, so it'd just be like a little cacao ceremony and then a more in-depth just with you and your partner um, going into these games to explore your relationship and how, how do you handle different scenarios in a relationship. Um, and that was typically, I did those around Valentine's Day, because oh. you know, yeah. <laughs> people are looking for something good to do with their partner. <laughs> um, but typically I just keep it open and um, when I was starting up again in Denver, because I had my big, my main practice was in Honolulu, but then we moved. Pandemic happened, 
nobody wanted to do it online. <laughs> um, so then I started up another practice when we landed in Denver for a while, and um, that I, I realized people were more wanting to come to be a part of a community and make friends. Mm -hmm. So that's how I started marketing it, whereas instead of j just at couples, which mm -hmm. it is very good for, and we did have a couple couples mm -hmm. <laughs> mm -hmm. join, um, it was mainly just people looking for for friendship and community and how to live a better life. Wow. That's exactly that. what we want yeah. here. Yeah. <laughs> we created a little mom meetup last month and just for to help people get together and, you know, have a chance to have a place, a space where you can create community. And I I love that. I feel like that's a really important to the human experience. <laughs> oh totally. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Authentic relating is, is pretty worldwide at this point, but pretty underground, and that is the main story that I hear from people, um, where it's, it's just about creating a good, warm community. And so people don't feel alone in this mm -hmm. world of you know, technology and phones and let's just go into Instagram and turn off my brain for a while. Because mm -hmm. <sighs> people want that face-to-face -face connection. Yeah. Yes. Yeah, it's convincing people that they want it at this point, I feel like, because yeah. we've been so disconnected for so long. I feel like couples is wonderful, um, but the friendships and those, like, fostering that authentically is a big deal right now, especially. Yeah, for sure. So how did you, how did you stumble on that path? What got you there? <laughs> I dated a guy. <laughs> um, yeah, so I, at, I met this guy at a like friendsgiving, um, and he was doing those workshops. So I learned it vicariously through him, um, starting to go through his workshops, and then we dated for about nine months, and then parted ways, but amicably. And so then we started working together uh, more professionally because he didn't want to be that facilitator person anymore. He wanted to play, so. Um, I started doing the workshops for him, and it just all kind of fell into place after that. Um, and it worked out perfectly because I had an event space. Like we, me and a few friends created this space called the Healing Hale. Um, Hale means home in Hawaiian. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And we're back at alliteration. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Hale's Healing Hale. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and that was just this, this perfect space for a bunch of, uh, I hate to say Howley, um, it's basically white person in <laughs> Hawaiian, <laughs> um, but people who aren't from the island who are looking for community started coming to our events, trying to meet people. And so we created this wonderful community space that way. Um, both through like sound journeys, cacao ceremonies, um, Reiki, if you guys know mm -hmm. what that is, uh, and now authentic relating. Um, so it was a wonderful addition to that that community space. Wonderful, I love that. Um, 
So I guess uh, next, what's kind of your philosophy when you're putting on workshops, like um, when someone's just walking in and they kind of don't have any idea <laughs> like what is going on, but they, it, you know, it's resonating with them, they're interested. Um, how do you kind of guide people into the workshop space or to um, get familiar with authentic relating? So it's it basically coming from a thing that I call flow. Mm -hmm. I don't know if anyone else calls it that, but that's what I call it, um, is creating the flow for the workshop. So they're usually two to three hours, depending on how deep we want to go. Um, and starting small and just, you know, expanding as we go. So it's not like, all right, Let's go. You just got here. You have no idea what's going on. Let's cry together. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I'd be into that. <laughs> I know not everyone's cup of tea. <laughs> so it's not like pushing you off the deep yeah. end. And one of the, the philosophies of authentic relating, um, there's three main ones, honor self, honor other, and commit to growth. Or another way of saying that is lean into your edge. And the edge being the edge of your comfort zone. So we don't want to push you off the edge, <laughs> but we want you to, to comfortably be uncomfortable mm -hmm. and be able to grow by leaning into that edge of your comfort zone and pushing it a little bit. And so then that's, that's how we get more and more into the practices is just baby steps. Wow, love it. Do you have a goal for the community here? In Northwest Arkansas? Yeah. Um, so I just moved here in October. Okay. So brand Welcome. new. Welcome. <laughs> so glad you found us. <laughs> um, so I would love to start communities throughout Northwest Arkansas. Um, living in Fayetteville, I would love to start one there, if anybody knows anyone. <laughs> <laughs> um, but at this point, it's just connecting with different folks to see what's available and where I could set up shop, put down roots, and help grow a community, which is what it sounded like you guys were interested in. Yes. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Can you give our listeners maybe like a little bit of uh, practice with authentic relating? Can we do like maybe a small like game? Like is there a way that to yeah. shorten it and you um, know, I understand it's a big process, but could we take like a snippet to kind of get like the experience? Yeah, totally. Uh, before we do that, there's a few like main um, practices. One is noticing, um, and that's basically just knowing what's going on for you and being able to articulate that to another human. Or even noticing what's going on for you. If I notice your body language changes or like something happens on your face, then just speak to that and be like, what, what's happening there? not putting any judgments or assumptions on it, but just open-ended questions. Um, so that's noticing. And before we get into any of the other things, that's the foundation. Because you can't really go that deeply into um, your emotions with someone if you don't know what those emotions are. Profound. <laughs> <laughs> Um, so there's empathy, or sorry, <laughs> noticing, then curiosity. So curiosity is one of my favorites, and 
definitely a big tool that you can just use absolutely anywhere. At the bar. <laughs> <laughs> um, I've, I've known people who are just bored at the bar and just start talking to folks and like, oh, I'm curious about you. Tell me da-da-da. Um, or when you're meeting someone new, it's a great way to get to know someone. Just really diving into your own curiosity as opposed to our, our typical like headliner, um, oh, like how's the weather, what do you do? Those kind of questions are so surface level. And when you're sharing your own curiosity with someone, you're being vulnerable with them in a way. And not in a scary way, um, it's just showing what you're actually interested in so that they could have a conversation with you that you actually enjoy. Um, and if they're not into your question, they could say pass <laughs> <laughs> or no thank you, you know, and that's okay, you know, on our other. Um, so noticing curiosity, and curiosity is basically just questions. Mm -hmm. It's very simple, and we normally do it anyway, mm -hmm. but we, most people haven't like put that into its own category of something that you can do on a daily basis. Um, and you can even ask curiosity about yourself. In the noticing game, um, if you're unsure of what's going on but you notice something's happening, you can just start asking yourself curious questions. Mm -hmm. Like, oh, I notice uh, a tightness in my chest. Like, what's there? Why am I feeling this? What does this have to say? Um, and also with another human, you know? So noticing, curiosity, and the last one is empathy. Hmm. So being able to be fully present with another human and just receive what their world's like. Try it on for a second. Hmm. <laughs> wow, <laughs> yeah, that's really powerful. And then I, I kind of walked you through Empathy Game mm -hmm. before, mm -hmm. and it's that realization that you've been heard allows so many emotions to just move through you. Because often we're, we're trying to fight to be heard mm -hmm. and not realizing that once someone does receive us, we can just go, ah, okay, I don't need to do that anymore. <laughs> Get out of that, that state of mind. Dream. Yeah, I like that. So it sounds like the authentic relating really starts with yourself and being able to ask those questions to yourself and recognize that first before you're able to give it to someone else. I like that. Totally. Yeah. That's easy to do, like, you know, in the shower or like brushing <laughs> your teeth or like, just like, how am I feeling? Yeah. I love that. I feel like this is a skill everyone needs to, to learn and it's something that we're not taught, you know, as children and we should be, you know, I feel like this is the basics for human connection and yes <laughs> yeah. if you're struggling with making friends or you know you need to f find out deeper about yourself it sounds like it could be really really powerful and useful yeah totally and i think honestly i think that this kind of emotional intelligence should be taught in schools mm -hmm. oh, yeah. because so many people have just forgotten mm -hmm. over the years right um or it's Another thing I've seen is it's too scary mm -hmm. 
So I'm just not going to pay attention to it. Right. Um, and even like good friends of mine have said, this is way too scary. I'm never going to go to one of your workshops. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Scratching the surface. That, that <laughs> ego yeah. is strong. Yeah. yeah, the ego protections are strong. Exactly. So, but it's a safe space. It sounds like it's a very safe, gentle. Yes, like, and we start with those agreements first yeah. so people realize that this is a container. Mm -hmm. This is a safe space. And also typically asking with Honor Other that, you don't share what someone else shares. Mm -hmm. Like you can share your own experience, but you're not gonna go gossip mm -hmm. to Sally next door yeah. about what this person said. Perfect, I love that. That's so important. So um, where can our listeners find you? Do you have social media pages or a website or? Um, yeah, or so like I, uh, I'm starting doing workshops here. Mm -hmm. And when those are up, they'll be on Facebook, typically. Um, so facebook.com slash Hallie Sanger. Um, I also have a business page called In Connection. Um, so that website is www.beinconnection.com. Um, I'm also on Instagram, uh, hallie.in.connection. Um, if you can't tell, it's all about connection. Yeah. <laughs> we love connection. It really is. Community, yeah. connection, conversation. Yes. That's, yes. <laughs> that's what we're here, for. We're here yeah. for. Thank you so much thank for coming and talking so with us today. Yeah, thank yes. you for having me. I'm can't really wait. happy to be here. Can't wait to host you for a workshop. Yes, yeah. and we will put that up whenever the yes. next yes. <laughs> yes. Bye, Bye, guys. Everybody.